Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini V. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. In the vision of the Vedas, the entire life is a spiritual journey which has four stages, also called Ashramaha. The word Shramaha means effort, a deliberate and directed effort in the knowledge and practice of Dharma through life in preparation for moksha eventually. The ultimate goal of a human being's life is moksha, freedom from all that is not wanted, freedom from a sense of bondage. Moksha is not a mandate of the scriptures at all. Instead, it is a recognition of what the human being really longs for and is the ultimate solution to the perceived problem of limitation. Yeh atmanam aviditva asman lokat praiti sahakripanaha. Without knowing the atma, if one leaves the world, that person is a kripanaha, a miser, meaning a person who had the wealth of thinking but was miserly in using his thinking for his own fulfillment. Further, Yaha aksharam viditva praiti saha eva brahmanaha. The one who leaves knowing aksharam, that is Brahman, he alone is a brahmanaha. So ashrama is a stage of life in which a person understands how dharma applies to desha, that is place in which any karma is performed, kala, that is time or period in which the karma is done, Ashrama, the stage of life, and according to one's guna's qualities. Dharma is universal, ever-dynamic, and relative in application. Each ashrama offers growth and maturity through the practice of dharma and fulfillment of human needs. These four stages are Brahmacharya, stage of a student life, Grihastha, stage of a householder's life, Vanaprastha, a stage of retired life, Sanyasa, a stage of renunciation. The first stage, Brahmacharya, Ashrama. Brahmacharya is a period of formal education until around age 25. Just as crude metal that is extracted through mining has to be refined, a person has to be refined through the process of learning and education. Prakritaha janaha to samskrita janaha, meaning an uncultured to a cultured human being. The student leaves home at around eight years to stay with a guru and attain education which includes the study of the Veda called Brahma. Chari is the one who dwells upon Brahmani Vede Charati, meaning the one who walks the path of Brahma or Vedic teaching is a Brahmachari. The student acquires the knowledge of science, logic and other subjects and learns to live a life of dharma. This includes learning the practice of discipline through the different tasks and projects to be performed in the Gurukulam 
and adhering to a structured day wherever discipline is involved rituals follow and where rituals are involved discipline is bound to come for example the army is the most disciplined part of the country and they have the maximum rituals greeting each other walking functions in their group and even standing is ritualistic seeing and developing a connection with bhagavan through rituals is important nowadays people talk about productivity rituals understanding that emotions are expressed by verbalization or physicalization or both the expression is not only the effect of my emotion but the expression can nourish the emotion too and so rituals connecting to bhagavan are important these days when we talk about education we only mean gaining of professional skills for making money and living a life of comfort in other words learning for earning we want to get maximum money for the least minimum work our scriptures too accepted the learning of professional skills for livelihood but the primary purpose of education then was refinement of a person character building and the transformation into a dharmika person thus he would actualize his potential and harmoniously fit into and contribute to the society what was considered secondary then that is earning a living has become primary now the purpose of the brahmacharya stage then was learning required professional skills discipline developing a connection with bhagavan understanding and living a life of dharma he was now a refined human being and not a threat to society the second stage grihastha ashrama or the family stage grihastha begins at marriage when one makes a griha a home he under he undertakes the responsibility for earning a living and supporting a family with dharma being the framework the person pursues artha wealth and kama pleasure the family seen as an institution sanctified through a religious ceremony meant for dharma in fact the words for the husband and wife are so revealing dharmapati and dharmapatni a partner of and for dharma how did that make a difference well if money or pleasure is the primary purpose of the marriage family life will soon become irrelevant as we see currently more money and more pleasure is always available outside the institution of marriage and hence no wonder that generation next does not see the value of marriage the pursuit of dharma being the primary purpose of grihastashrama the husband and wife having taken a vow of companionship contributed to each other's growth and happiness the stability of the partnership was required for raising emotionally and physically healthy children steady earning in the profession and achievements that built the fabric of society the couple learned to love and accept each other and apply the disposition of karma yoga in bringing kaushalam into their roles and samatvam 
a glad abiding acceptance of the other titiksha forbearance kshama accommodation and trust in life can be developed only in a stable family pancha mahayagnya the karma towards other people the environment including plants and animals ancestors rishis and devatas occupies center stage the grihastha stage is a glorious stage as it is a backbone of society and supports children in education and offers contributions to the sanyasi as well the grihastha enjoys the fulfillment of living a life of dharma the satisfaction of having earned a decent livelihood and having a successful career a more or less complete life with family revels in the growth of his children and has a relative sense of completeness his journey through this stage has matured him and helped him outgrow the need to earn and the need to bring up some more children having been there and done that he is also outgrowing the need for pleasure and by now has minimal needs this stage generally lasts until around the age of 50 55 according to the laws of manu when a person's skin wrinkles and his hair turns gray he should leave his home and go out into the forest however nowadays since dharma is not seen as a framework for life generally by mid life many people have affairs or suffer from midlife crisis the limitations of their artha and kama pursuits are beginning to be felt but not having discerned the fundamental human problem they just dismiss it as a midlife crisis actually they are so ready for studying vedanta and preparing for the next stage of life the third and the fourth stage vanaprastha and sanyasa retired life and a renounced life generally after 60 years the vanaprastha stage is one of gradual withdrawal from an active life the person's duty as a householder is minimal he has now become a grandfather his children are grown up and have established lives of their own having outgrown the need for physical material and sexual pleasures he retires from his social and professional life and leaves his home for a vana forest where he can spend his time in prayers the person may go with his partner but maintains less contact with the rest of the family from an active executive role in the grihastashrama he now moves to an advisory role he advises when asked for and doesn't interfere in the lives of his children he also shares teachings of dharma to the community although the process of aging starts early the aging is felt more intensely at this stage as things slow down for the body and so if the person continues to work as a consultant non stop the mind is overactive but the physical body is not able to implement and hence there can be frustration in this stage the the status of achiever has given way to the seeker who wants to turn inward and spend time in meditation accepting the slower pace of life readying himself for the next stage of sanyasa 
Manaprastha kind of life is not easy and hence this third ashrama is now nearly obsolete. So Grihastha ashrama continues for a very long time, perhaps the entire lifetime. Sanyasa literally means giving up everything, renunciation of everything, primarily renunciation of one's ignorance. Sanyasa in a ritualistic form is called Ashrama Sanyasa in which he physically renounces ties to all, yet belongs to all, pursuing self-knowledge exclusively. The main indicator of Sanyasa is Jnanam, the giving up of Kartritvam and Bhoktritvam, the sense of doership and experiencership in seeing oneself as the Atma. These days, ritualistic Sanyasa may not be necessary and is difficult because we do not have a Vedic lifestyle. But a complete life of fulfillment is possible because of self-knowledge. As you can see, all the four stages contributed to the maturity of a person in growing to be loving, sensitive and responsive to society. The person could grow from being a consumer to a contributor. There was a time and a place for everything while allowing for exceptions. Although these four stages still have some sort of overlap with what is currently present in society, Artha and Kama have blinded us so much that we are not able to adequately see how and why Dharma is the framework helping us glide into a pursuit of moksha. Perhaps this sharing of the four stages of the human life cycle, according to the Vedic vision, will help us reflect on which age and stage we are in and the opportunities each stage offers us for our self-growth. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode offering insight, I do hope you will consider sharing this with family, friends or on social media. As always, if you have a question or you would like to share a reflection, do write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com. Thanks for listening and see you next week.